Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. I'm kind of a big deal. Whenever you hear the music, Colin, take it away. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Good afternoon and welcome into this Wednesday, June 28th edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Happy Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin. And Dylan Bishop, happy to have you with us. Show brought to you in part by the Brown Funeral Home and Cremations. Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned and operated funeral home that has probably served our area since 1880. As we get into this Wednesday here in the Eastern Panhandle, no Berkeley Post-14 action tonight. That game uh, was played on Monday. No game tonight. They'll play away on Friday for an area opponent and then have two games on Saturday and two games on Sunday. Uh, but as we get into today, Colin, got to wish some people a happy birthday. Yes, we do. Happy birthday to both Kresha Hornby and John Alterton today. Those are some good birthdays. Yeah. yeah. You guys going to sing? Happy Be birthday to you. Dylan, if you don't chime in. You're the best singer here, Dylan. Dylan so yeah, Dylan's literally in. the yeah. best singer here, and he's this just so sitting cringe. there, arms crossed, so not doing anything. But they deserve it. Happy birthday. Yes, happy birthday to them. Didn't seem very heartfelt, Dylan, but okay. Uh, we got some breaking news here uh, <laughs> a little while ago that uh, the long-awaited minor league debut for Chase DeLauder will happen this Friday. He got called up to High A Lake County after his rehab assignment down in the Arizona Complex League. Uh, that's huge for Chase. He was supposed to go a couple of weeks ago, but then a setback with his foot injury uh, caused him to uh, not be in the lineup for a number of days and then just finally being able to play multiple games back-to-back-to-back to back to back the other day, and now he's going to make his minor league debut. Yeah, I'm sure um, You know, this is a relief for him and for the uh, Guardians organization. I mean, they used a first-round pick on him, so obviously want to get him out there. Uh you know, see how he's able to play at the single A level and uh, continue his development. I'm sure the little bit of step setback that he had was frustrating. Uh, the good thing is, though, he appears to be healthy now. He did well in his rehab starts, and uh, hopefully, he can contribute at a high level at single A. And maybe one day we'll see him in the big leagues. So, looking forward to seeing how Chase Slaughter does, and we'll try to keep you updated here on the uh, Sports Mix. Yeah. So- him for making it up to high a ball lake county ohio will be where he will start his career let's uh talk some little league baseball from last night the the runner-up was crowned in the area one out of district six and dylan you had to call for that one an exciting ball game uh that uh, saw hedgesville win right yeah a leadoff home run by logan harper the starting pitcher for for hedgesville and then he went out there and in three innings had seven strikeouts and then Landon Funk came in, pitched the last three innings, and he had six strikeouts for himself. It was tough going for Morgan County. I mean, they, they had a pretty solid pitching, pitching performance themselves. They gave up five runs, but it was only on about six hits, maybe seven. And it was just the pitching for Hedgesville was too much for them for, to handle. It's hard when you only get two hits in a game to be able to do much of anything, especially with a you know, Hedgesville team that, had a pretty good lineup, you know, not the best day for their lineup, but you know, five runs is pretty solid, and it was more than enough for them to get the win. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, overall, I was pretty impressed with the Hedgesville pitching. I think that's where they kind of separated themselves in the game. Not that the uh, offense was bad or that the pitching for uh, Morgan County was bad, but, um, you know, not really allowing Morgan County to put the ball in play, which we talk about all the time, is, is really important, uh, especially at the Little League level where you never know what's going to happen on any you know ball hit into play. Uh, and just the resiliency of Hedgesville, too, to come back the other night against Jefferson uh, and then not overlook their opponent and not, you know, say, okay, we beat Jefferson, who's known as one of the best teams in this area. This should be easy for us. They took care of business. They advanced the districts. And I think both them and Martinsburg will give, you know, a good showing. For Morgan County, um, not the performance I think they wanted offensively, but, you know, they were competitive in most of their games in this tournament. And they did something that they hadn't done since 2014, which is win a game in the tournament. Uh, so from that standpoint, I think there's some things to build on, and we'll see if that program can get better here in the future. And just overall, I, I think you got to be proud of those kids for going out there and competing. Yeah, you do. And, uh, you know, looking at the bracket now, <clears throat> excuse me, for the Little League District 6 tournament that will be Saturday and Sunday at Grant County in Petersburg. It all gets started with the two runner-ups going up against each other. That's Saturday at 4 p.m. Hedgesville against Pendleton County. uh, 6.30 p.m. we'll have Martinsburg versus Moorfield, the area champions. And then the winner of the area game will go, or the winner of the area champion game at the the nightcap on Saturday will automatically advance to the, will be the District 6 champion in advance of the state tournament. Then the loser will take on the winner of Hedgesville-Pendleton County on Sunday at 5 p.m. The winner of that game will advance to the state as the District 6 runner-up. We'll have all three of those games for you on Talk Radio WRNR TV 10, WRNR TV on YouTube this weekend, live from Grant County Little League. Uh, It should be an exciting two days. Looking forward to it. I really think uh, Martinsburg should have a strong advantage uh, with their pitching. We got to see some fantastic starts both from liam co as well as uh, i believe um fisher too so hopefully if we get to see one of them they continue to shine and then put pressure on their opponent and come out with a win and then we'll see how hedgesville can do because they'll have to go through uh two games to get there so it's going to be tough for them but they haven't backed down in any situation they've been in so hopefully they can continue to do well after having to come back against Jefferson after losing to Martinsburg and then following that with a win against Morgan County yesterday and 13 total strikeouts from their two combined pitchers. So things are looking good for this area and hopefully two of these area teams represent in states. Yeah, not certain how the other teams are in the district. So, you know, we don't know how tough of a road it will be, but um, I think there's a good chance that these two teams could have advanced based on what we saw last year with the area kind of going in there and, and doing really well in the district tournament. So, you know, we'll see if that's the case again this year. But looking forward to it should be uh, some good baseball. And like Colin said, I think there's a good chance these two teams advance from the area and represent well. I'd yeah. have to look at our notes to see when the last time somebody from area two went. Yeah, that'll be interesting to look forward to. We get you the answer to on tomorrow's show, Colin. There's some homework for you to do after the show. 
You just got yourself into doing some homework. Yeah, I mean, it's right back there. I already yeah. got to do stuff anyway. I can just pull out those papers. Um, let's move on here. Let's talk a little Legion baseball. The Junior Hornets, they're back in action tonight to believe they're in Damascus, Maryland, taking on post 171. They beat 171 on Sunday, 20-1, to before as they tied to them last Wednesday night. Um, it should be an interesting contest tonight as it seems like the juniors are really rounding into form with the, you know, the guys on that team that have had varsity experience. Wait, it was the same team that they tied that they beat 20-1? to Yeah, on Wednesday. I'm looking interesting. it up. I'm looking it up. That one might have been shortened due to rain. Okay. I was about to say, that's just, I mean, it is baseball, so you can believe it because things like that do happen, but I still think uh, the junior team goes out there and has another big performance and gets the win. Yeah, they've been definitely fun to watch this year. They represent what we talk about a lot, which is the fact that this area has a lot of talent. Um, We have now three Legion teams, and all of them can be competitive at times and uh, certainly have a lot of depth on those rosters. So uh, not really surprised that the juniors are playing just as well as the senior team and at times playing better, but obviously different levels of competition. Um, and, you know, just continue to see how they do, and it's definitely been uh, fun to watch. Look at some stats here as we're 15 game or they're 15 games into the season. Uh, Isaac Grove leading the way when it comes to batting average. He is 35 for 47, good for 457 average. Uh, and then in 33 at-bats, Braylon Edwards is hitting 394. Connor Smith, 381. Taryn Boyles, 379. Owen Rubenthal, 353. Uh, just a lot of guys hitting up there above, you know, the 300 mark. And then there's some guys that just haven't had a lot of at bats that are also uh, doing that as well. Uh, Brady Reed hitting 417 and 12 at bats. Um, as well as Logan Wilt, 17 at-bats, hitting 412. So a lot of guys getting opportunities down in that junior league team, and that's kind of what Trip Tobin brought back that team in hopes that you get a lot of guys some summer experience. Did we ever really get into how impressive of a game it was for Jet Gross in that 20-1 to win? No. I, I would just pulled it up. He went all seven innings, 11 strikeouts, only three walks, only gave up one hit in those seven innings in the one run. Wow. Very impressive yeah. for the young man. So, very solid performance for him in that 20-1 to win. But again, as I mentioned, they're back in action on uh, tonight as they go to Damascus, Maryland, take on post 171. That will do it here for this first segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part... By Parsons Ford, Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. They became number one by making you number one first. Go to Parsons Ford. Side of this break, we'll continue the sports mix. You're tuned into the sports mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10 back in two minutes. Four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states. Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords. Financing from 0%. Parsons' goal of financing for all. And Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. 
The Palace Lounge in Martinsburg is the place to be. Join us every night to relax and enjoy football or basketball games featuring either the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Shepherd University Rams, or West Virginia Mountaineers. We will have steak night every Wednesday, trip nights every Thursday, and now taco and margarita nights every Tuesday. You can find us on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard in Martinsburg. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. If you or someone you know suffers from the disease of addiction, help is available from the Berkeley County Quick Response Team with peer recovery coaches and support promptly to the homes of those who've recently experienced an overdose. This collective effort towards recovery brings resources and services to the community, including naloxone and treatment options. Call 304-267-1313 or visit the Berkeley County Recovery Resource Center at 800 Emmett Rouse Drive, Martinsburg. The Berkeley County Quick Response Team is funded through a DHHR grant with the Berkeley Morgan County Health Department. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Wish Nick had put his own camera on there. He's jamming out there to... Uh, Snoop Dogg. The next episode. That's what he's about to say if we got the lyrics in here. Hopefully we do. D-O-double-G. Yeah. Yeah, no, the, we do not have uh, lyrics because uh, he likes to say words that can't be said on the radio. So we just go with the instrumental here to bring us back. That's fair. Take us into break. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR TV 10. Spencer, Nick, Colin, and Dylan, happy to have you with us here. A lot to get to in this segment here as we'll have a fun third segment for you. Nick is going to be the host of our MLB reference guessing game today. Uh, that is in the next segment. First, got a lot to talk about here. Some unfortunate news coming out in the last 12 hours or 24 hours as Ryan Mallett, former NFL quarterback, passed away from a drowning incident. In Florida, what a sad uh, ending to one's life is that you drown, and that just goes to show even athletes can succumb to drowning. Yeah, I believe he was caught in one of the, the those riptides that yeah. I believe killed like 10 people. So, mm-hmm. uh, Only 35 years old. Yeah. Way too young. Ryan Mallett is one of those guys that he had a really good college career at Arkansas, and he's one of those guys that he's a, you know six foot six, six seven, whatever he was. Uh, really a lot of physical tools and uh one of those guys that you know you thought maybe he was going to be something in the nfl but it kind of just turned into a backup but he did you know with the ravens get that impressive week 17 win against the steelers uh when the ravens had kind of you know joe flacco had gone down with injury that was the year that the ravens only won like five games rolling out jimmy clausen Right, in the they, yellow pants. That's when they ended up with the six fig. Funny enough, I actually I was kind of upset that they won that game because you know it was I was worried about draft position. I wanted them to get Jalen Ramsey in the draft. They ended up with Ronnie Stanley, so it all worked out in the end. But and of course, beating the Steelers anytime you can do that, it was that's always good. 
It's always an upside. So there's never a bad day to beat the Steelers if you're the Ravens fan. And f- fun little anecdote about Ryan Mallett. It's a very apparently a famous story at the University of Arkansas is that he loved to refer to himself in the third person. And there was one time that he was at a le- in a lecture hall at uh, Arkansas, and he stood up at the from the front and looked at everybody and said, "Who's got a scantron for Ryan Mallett?" <laughs> <laughs> what? He, yeah, he wanted he wanted a scantron, so he said he didn't have one for his exam. So he stood up and said, "Who's got a scantron for Ryan Mallett?" He refers himself in third person. That's a little wild, but what a guy! What a guy! At least he didn't stand up and do Jameis Winston antics in the. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> Ryan Mallett. Um, that's why I thought I thought Dylan was going to say something wild like that. But uh, you know, Ryan Mallett was a solid quarterback. But I mean, from my understanding, he's a really good teammate too. From uh, what's what's been going around and uh, you know he had that win against the Steelers I don't think it knocked them out of the playoffs but I think it at least hurt their positioning which was cool uh, and like you said it worked out pretty well the Ravens got Ronnie Stanley with the pick anyway but definitely uh, sad news and a uh, guy that has a memory that I'll never really forget for whatever reason I'll never forget that game because the Ravens had like nobody playing yeah, uh, with all the injuries they had had that season, and still beat the pretty good Steelers team in 2015. So, yeah, it's, it's always good when you beat the Steelers as a Raven, right? Yeah, I was definitely rooting for them to win that game, even though it did hurt their draft position. It's definitely sad news that shocked everybody in the sports world yesterday, and you got to just remember to keep your loved ones close. You never know when you could lose somebody at any time. Yep. Yeah, you gotta be safe out there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely in those waters, you gotta stay safe on the beach. Moving on here, Javon Carter, former West Virginia Mountaineer, to test the NBA free agency waters this season as he declines his player option with the Bucks. Uh, interesting f- that he declined his player option. He wants to go test free agency. Thoughts on this, guys? Well, I. I'm thinking of one obvious landing spot and kind of already talked with Dylan about this. In my head, it makes sense. And yes, that is the Boston Celtics, I feel like, should give them a chance, especially since they need a point guard now with Marcus Smart gone. Yeah, I think Javon Carter brings a lot of the similar type of things that Marcus Smart does. Obviously, Marcus Smart's a little bigger, a little stronger. A little better. uh, I was going to say, yeah, (laughs) Javon Carter's kind of like a discount He's you know, a Walmart store, store brand store brand version of uh, Marcus Smart, but uh, hey, that's the kind of yeah. role that you want. You can bring him in. He's going to be a lot cheaper than Marcus exactly. Smart is. That's part of the reason you probably trade him, uh, traded him to the to the Grizzlies. But also, he's a guy that could stay on the court. He played eighty one of eighty two games last year. Yeah, Carter really came into his own and, and into the uh, kind of became a big part of the Bucks rotation this year because his three point shot got a lot better to go along with his defense, so he could keep him out on the court. And he was only going to make $2 million next year if he accepted his player option. So he can, I would think that the Bucks probably want to try to bring him back. And they'll have some, you know, it depends on how much money someone's going to offer him. If the, someone wants to give him a mid-level exception of like, you know, six, seven, eight, nine million million, $9 million, one of these like tax, tax or over-the-cap teams. So maybe he won't go back to the Bucks if that's the case. But I think if he doesn't get an offer like that, I would probably think he goes back to Milwaukee just on a bigger contract. Yeah, I think he'll be back with the Bucks most likely. Uh, but he is a solid role player that could help a team. Um, you know, Boston's not a bad spot 
for a guy like that, but I think they might try to get a little bit higher caliber player if they can. Uh, but he's not a bad, you know, third point guard type player. Maybe even your backup. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. He started, I think, 39 games or something, so he, he played a good bit this year. Yeah, 39 starts this year. So. Yeah, the Bucks had a lot of injuries this year, yeah. so that's why. Colin, who was number 11 on the West Virginia men's basketball team last year? I don't know. Nathan why? Adrian? No, what? That was years ago. <laughs> I, because uh, Larry Harrison, you know who Larry Harrison is? Okay. The associate head coach? Yeah. He just tweeted out a picture of a guy in an 11 jersey, like, flexing. So is that one of the players that went in the portal? I don't think so. Might be. The internet is at our fingertips. It was number 11. He's looking it up right now. but uh, Looks like Muhammad's back. Or is he just... I uh, mean, did he say that he's back? Is it's he... just a picture of him flexing on Twitter two minutes ago at 1225 or three minutes ago. Okay, so maybe it is a sign that... All right. Well, that's big. Wagyu is going to stay i think that's big because that that brings a guy back depth wise that you needed that forward position yeah 610 guy had didn't get a lot of opportunity this last season but he could this upcoming season that's as we what, transition we said into that the they don't have a forward so yeah he stays he's the guy that would be huge i think if that's About the news huge i mean i it's think joke, for, obviously yeah i'm trying i'm 10. trying to see if that is in fact issues. I'm trying to see if that is, in fact, the news, but, I mean, we we, we were going to talk on the show kind of 82. updating the the transfer portal for the guys. There's a lot of guys on visits this week because he was supposed to go on a visit with – was he supposed to go on a visit? Who's the other was guy? Was he one of the Kansas State guys? Yeah, There, there were two guys so. that I think I think him and Kansas Joe State, were supposed yeah. to go – Tucson were supposed to go on a visit together. So. This is interesting if this is, in fact, the news. I mean, it's all pure speculation. All you're going off of right now is a – picture posted by an assistant coach on twitter of the player no caption nothing else so that is true we'll see if john ronstein Mm -hmm. has anything for us but he doesn't as of right now it is cryptic messaging but it'll be interesting to see if anything comes out from that as uh that's you know that's a member of the coaching staff pushing something out while we're on the nba segment did you see what the nc the excuse me on the ncaa do you see what the ncaa is trying to do right now with NIL? No. But how does that have to do with NBA segment? I meant not NBA. I meant NCAA. Meant NCAA. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess the NCAA is trying to crack down on uh, colleges trying to use NLI to get players to come to their school. Isn't that the whole point of NLI? Yeah. Or NIL? It just seems like the NCAA being like, whoa, when we said you could pay players to come to the school to give them money, we didn't mean like... I think it means that you can't like recruit guys that aren't in the portal. I think that's the big problem that everybody's having is coaches are recruiting players that haven't said that they want to leave yet. That seems more like a tampering problem than an NL. NL Well, then they're offering, hey, if you leave Georgia, we'll give you money to come to Oregon. Or whatever that was already happening even before even NIL, if you're not though. in the portal that yeah. was what i'm saying it, that was still happening yeah i don't know i saw this yeah, come up on ESPN NIL yesterday. because it's nil related because they're now able to actually say we'll give you money instead of i guess we'll give you money but nobody knows about it i guess because states are now making regulations on this i think the nil is a 
bad so, thing for college sports. This it is, is kind of just the yeah. wild, wild west at this point because there's really no, like, yeah. right, they were just kind of like, all right, you can pay, you can give players money. And they're like, okay, well, we'll give them all of the money and all of the things all the time. And it's like, there's guys there's that get car. NIL deals sometimes to transfer, and then they don't even play. And it's like, not that, you know, also if a backup guy, quarterback or whatever isn't, you know, a quality college football player, it's like, they gave that guy 50000 Like, why? That's I think fault. Look, I think there should be certain NILs for certain people. Like, I think you can get, like, endorsement deals for, like, a clothing line or whatever if you do social media, things along those lines. But, like, giving a car to the backup quarterback... That seems a little ridiculous. Well, if it's a guy that was a five-star recruit that you wanted to have come to your school, that's not going to start the first few years. And then I, and you think he's going to start his final two or three? It makes sense. There was an article in the Athletic that was really interesting about this. I heard about it on the Ryan Russello podcast, so I'll send you guys the link. But um, homework, yeah, homework. It's only about ten minutes though of an interview, and it was just like really interesting about how the NIL works and how certain players feel about it when this guy's getting paid, but I'm not, you know, it causes a lot of stuff within the, within the locker room. I just, overall, I think college sports are amateur athletics. I don't know if it's even that it's no longer amateur athletics. It's now like minor league. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think there's turning back. Yeah. They can't, there's no turning back now. You, You can't just remove NIL. I, I think it's too late. in general, as general points, players having more freedom to transfer is a good thing. Yes. Players getting a piece of the revenue that is made out of college sports is a good thing. But there is obviously things, not everything all good in, in totality, in absolute. You know, there are things that, you know, need to be free. Even freedom of speech has, you know, it's, it's you know, amendments to it i guess you could say you know you can't yell fire in a crowd that type of stuff so is it more bad than good the nil i i don't think so i think there are ways that it could be it can be a hindrance but i think you just clean that stuff up with some regulation like hey you can't do it this way you can't do it this way but in general you can you know find there are good ways to do it i think there's just so much money made off of college sports for the players to not make any of it when they are the ones that are putting their body on the line and the ones that people are going to these games to see, people don't go to college they got sports. got a scholarship. Yeah, I mean, you get that, but it's there's a lot more to it. There's a lot of there's billions of dollars made off of these I'm just games. saying. There there are some things that they got. Let's not act like the athletes were treated terribly completely. Yeah, but all, now they get how many the of them are on scholarship. And how Most many of those of the Division One level, and especially like think about basketball. How many of those guys are going to college, playing college sports, to get that degree when they, it's you know one and done in the NBA? Well, they go they're to going. The G League. Well, that's just like they're EA going. Sports is getting sued now over the incoming college football game. Yeah, it might not happen now. Yeah, but you know it is what it is. I, this the NIL has caused so much difference, but why is it ten years ago? There could be an NCAA game because, because there was, it was different then. Because <laughs> their deal, the uh, the idea of players making money or needing getting their approval for using their name, image, likeness in those video games was even though they, their names weren't on it, it was their likeness. It was 
you know, if you played number NC- two at Texas A&M it, was Johnny Manziel. Right. Yeah. It was, he was from the same place. He was the same height and weight. It was all the same class. So it was like, it wasn't really a problem back then. Cause it wasn't really thought of. It was just like, what well, these are college, college athletes. So they, yeah. they don't make it. They don't get money. They don't get anything off of this. But then it finally kind of, people started to speak up and kind of talk about it more and say, Hey, this is a, and it kind of became a movement of, Hey, these players should be getting something other than just the regular college scholarship out of these, you know, multi-million and billion dollar sports. I think the best way maybe to solve it would be some sort of set rate. And then the athletes themselves can make money off of their own name, doing other things like commercials I think I think that'd be maybe the fairest way to do it. Some sort of set rate for the football, the basketball team, the baseball, softball, whatever, and then the individual athletes can go out and make their own money separately. The but it's not problem due, though is it's that not, separate money is all these cars, all these right. That's what it's supposed to be. But I don't want it to already. be. I don't want it to be like Nick Saban says to the guy at WVU, "We'll give you a hundred thousand to come here." Like I, I think it should just be whatever the football rate is is how much you make no matter what school but the thing that i feel like some people are having issue with is it's not always the school that's giving it it's like hey we know this dealership it's the it's the we know this booster that has connections to this person in our area that this school that you're at right now doesn't have right a wvu of morgantown isn't the same as a usc in hollywood or alabama or Florida. That's right. the issue that I feel yeah. like sometimes people are but getting But the other into. thing is, even without the NIL, players still rather play for Alabama, USC, Florida, yeah. than West Virginia. No, I, I, I know. So I don't know if it's but affecting it's still things as much more. as we might think in that case. But I also do think there's a lot of things, like promises get made about guys getting money and playing time, and then they don't get it. And they went into the transfer portal, they took the money which they got there or they maybe got some money but didn't get their full price and then they didn't get the playing time they were expecting so maybe they would have been better off staying at their smaller school i've for got the future i don't know that, got that a question for you guys too, you know? posing a question here say i am such and such athlete i get lured to transfer to such and such school uh and given such and such nil deal well I'm not getting the playing time I want, so I'm going to go back in the portal. Do I do I have to pay back the NIL? Don't think so. You have to give back your car, though, most likely, because it's probably a dealer car. Yeah, but the contract probably only had it for a year or two anyway. So somebody, if you breach the contract, yeah, you should. Yeah. But if the contract was only for a certain time, then it, that's the deal, that's what it lasts for. But if you got paid an amount, played for a year, or if it was a two-year thing, I don't know. It depends on what that contract says. Yeah. That's just an interesting question that I was thinking about when I was reading about some of these NIL things. But that will do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store any longer. Buy your trigger grills at Orsini's at 360 Hack Wilson Way or online at Orsini's.com. We come back, we'll play a little game here that's hosted by Nick today. It's MLB reference guest. Try to guess these players just based upon their MLB reference. We'll do that after this two-minute break. You're tuning in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10 back in two minutes
Have you been smoking? Uh... I can smell it. Hickory. I'm gonna watch you smoke the whole pack. Shut now and save at Orsini's today. Have you been smoking? Uh... I can smell it. Hickory. I'm gonna watch you smoke the whole pack. Shut now and save at Orsini's today. Whether it's a strain, sprain, or fracture, WVU Medicine Orthopedics and Sports Medicine in Charlestown and Spring Mills now offer same-day appointments. No referral is needed unless required by your insurance carrier. WVU Medicine Orthopedics and Sports Medicine offers the exceptional care you expect for the injuries you don't. For same-day appointments at WVU Medicine Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, call 304-725-BONE. Here's to the grown-ups. Your car is now your office. Stage. Nursery. Shh. Sorry. Insuring it shouldn't be a headache. Erie, number one in the nation for highest satisfaction with the auto insurance purchase experience six years in a row. And with Erie, you get your own independent agent. Not a giant corporate call center or some online robot. You meet with a real person like this. Your local Erie agent in Martinsburg is Smallwood and Small Insurance. Get a quote at smallwoodandsmall.com. Insurance. Do you need a place to go for a quick tobacco, soda, snacks, cigarettes, or beer run? Well, then you're in luck because Enter and Exit has convenience without the cost. Enter and Exit right off Route 11 is located at 31 Meadow Lane in Martinsburg and soon to be opening in Chambersburg, PA. Enter and Exit is open Monday through Saturday from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. and Sundays from 9.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. For great convenience without the cost, stop on into Enter and Exit today. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer, Nick, Colin, and Dick have you with us here as uh, we play a little MLB reference guess based upon, we just guess names based upon number or the numbers, the stats, I guess, for all these players and where they played and what awards they won. Nick, you're the host today. You went and grabbed these players. What's the theme of today? If there I, is I one. I don't really have a theme necessarily. We kept the theme of, I guess, there is a former Oriole, a former National, but nobody that played for both. And then there's a player that I'll give you a hint about later if you can't wild get him. card. But he does have a connection somewhat to all of us. Interesting. How about that? Uh, but all we'll right. start with this I already guy. know who it is. All right. So we're going to pass this one. We're gonna, are we going to do what Spencer did? Pass it to yeah. each of us? Read it? Well, so can... let, me, let me start just by giving you a little bit of information. This guy has one of the best first halves but then the second half was not very good. That's why he's an all-star. One-time all-star. Played for the O's. Played for a bunch of teams. Uh, we'll start with, around. Where are we going first? Start over Dylan? There. Yeah, oh, give it to Dylan. Since it's an O's guy, don't need to give it to that yucky yucky little Nationals fan over here. Well, you name calling over here? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So 2002 to 2013 is the career here. That's so, an 11-year pretty solid MLB career. Yeah. Yeah. Spent, uh, spent 2002 and 03 and 04. 
with the with the Mets, went to Pittsburgh in 04 and 05, then went to looks like the Tampa Bay Tampa Bay Rays in 06 and 07, then the Astros in 07 and 08, Orioles 09 and 10, and I think I know exactly who this is. Uh, 11, 2011, Colorado, 2012, the Phillies, 2013 is uh, St. Louis Cardinals. One-time All-Star when he was 32 with the Baltimore Orioles. Let's see. He had 20, 24 home runs, 22 home runs in Tampa Bay. Nick, is this Ty Wigginton? It is Ty Wigginton, yeah. Yeah! The Orioles' only All-Star in in 2010 one time one time all-star somehow he was the best player on the 2010 orioles for the first half of the season all right next year next guy seven year career pretty good player not a power hitter Go ahead and is that the wild card or is that no, the this national? is a national this is the nationals player. guy yeah, yeah gotta give it to him all i guess right. i get started in, in seven starts in pittsburgh in 07 pittsburgh mm-hmm. didn't win any awards doesn't look like he it. was caught stealing 17 times in two different seasons. I don't know how many attempts. I'd say he's known though as a, as a fast guy. That's a he's lot of stolen base attempts. He finished his career in Milwaukee in 2012, so very short to seven year career. Well, he had a year off in 2013, and then came back in 2014 and played for Cleveland. And he had the Nationals stint in here? He, he had a two-year stint with the, the Nationals. Nets. He had 351 in 2008. But he only Ooh. played in 49 games for the Nets. So that was his average in those 49 games. Okay. So he was through the year. Traded by the Pirates to the Nationals. Ooh. Ooh. I'm thinking hmm. of like Nate McClouth is a... Is a like he would have played for the he Orioles. He would have played for the O's. Yeah, he would have. Denard Span. No, because he was coming from Minnesota. There was a twins, twin stint in there. This was before I was big, big time. Uh, 2011, I went to like multiple Nats games. 2009 and 10. This isn't Niger Morgan, is it? It's Niger Morgan. Ooh. Woo! Dylan. Two years. I ah. said Niger Morgan earlier, and Nick told me no. <laughs> I said maybe. I don't know. He's not going to tell you yes. <laughs> All right. Both of but them he could have gone and had to go redo it. sheets over here. Here's our That's wild card player. Dylan has, uh, like you said, racked up the wins so far. That's right. This guy had a great rookie year. Finished sixth in the rookie of the war, war, year award. Uh, was had some pop, you know, for a few seasons. Had a 30 home run season with the St. Louis mm. Cardinals in Ooh. 2016. Mm. Uh, then kind of dropped off. Not a very long career. Eight-year career. Colin, you can look at it first. 2016. So when did he when did he start, Colin? Started in 2013 with the Padres. It looks like Padres. 2013, 14, and 15. He was a Padre, and then 16, 17, 18 was in St. Louis, and 19. Finished his career as a Milwaukee Brewer for 42 games. Played in 2019 with the Dodgers. What as position well. was he? It doesn't have the position. It, it doesn't does. have position. Let me see. Where does it have position? Here, let me see. I'm, the, the, name, the name uh, of my he mind He played is, uh, second, third. He played second and third. Yasmani Grandal. This guy's a utility guy. It's not. Grandal's a catcher. Nah. <laughs> so three, he's playing first, second, and third a lot in his career. 
So it's a utility he was moving around. The only Padres I can I feel think. like he could play some outfield too, but maybe not. He maybe did play at some outfield. point. He played left field in yeah. his career. I feel like no one's ever played for the Padres. During his St. Louis stint. Just a fake team. Adrian Gonzalez. 30 home the run only season for the Cardinals. 30 homer seasons for you guys the want the hint? Mm, yeah. Albert Pujols. You want no. the hint? No, he would have played forever. Yeah. Yeah, what's the hint? It's a joke, obviously. It's from Morgantown, West Virginia. Whoa. And he went to WVU. Oh, why Why don't we know this? Did he play Legion Baseball up there? I have no idea. Why would, why would Nick know that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> David Freeze. No, it's definitely no. not him. Padres, Cardinals, Milwaukee. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure about this. He was a second, like second and I'm third. I'm still looking at it. Like Ricky Weeks helping. played second for the yeah. for the Brewers. Spencer's looking it up now. I'm cheating. not. I'm out of the game. I Dan Ugla. I, I have no idea who it could be. Cheating. I'm disappointed in Colin. He doesn't know. His I know. I no. Colin. I, I was never big into WVU baseball. Honestly, I, I mean, only know pitchers. I don't. You are now. I've never apparently, been, well, this might. Be, I still haven't been to a game. Again, I'm unfamiliar here. I need to go to the... But I'm thinking he's got to be one of the best players from the state if he had a productive MLB career, and I don't know too many that have necessarily. You may have stumped us here, Nick. Yeah, I think you've stumped us. Jed Guycrow. Jed Guycrow. Okay. Jed Guycrow? Jed Jericho? Jericho? I don't know how to say his last name, but... Jed Jericho. Jericho, yeah. He had 30 home runs one year for the Cardinals. Cardinals. WV product. Huh. Wow. Nobody got that hard one. Yeah. You stumped us. Morgantown kid. Mm. Played for University High School. Speaking of Morgantown kids, how about Alec Manoa? Yikes. Mm. <laughs> Giving up 11, well, what was it, 11 runs in the... in yeah. the uh, Two and two-thirds innings, right? Yeah. Two and two-thirds innings. 11 runs in his first, yeah. Against some, like, probably like 18-year-olds he's probably pitching yeah. against. Ball. That's All right, well, Dylan is the king of MLB reference guest today. That means Dylan's got a host next time. Yeah, Dylan has I guess a host I do. Next I got time. some names. Oh One of them gosh. was going to be... T- Honestly, Ty Wigginton was my first idea of someone to think of for this game. And, you know, obviously, it was Nick's, too. <laughs> All right. Well, that will do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford. Revolutionizing the car buying experience. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll begin to wrap things up. We'll talk some Nats, talk some O's, talk about potentially the greatest player in baseball ever as we're seeing him in person. Not We're seeing him play the career in his career playing out right now doing two things that you didn't think you could do at one time in the MLB. We'll talk about that on the other side of this two-minute break. This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it, no questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. 
Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. Radon is the second leading cause of lung cancer deaths in the United States each year. But do you know the radon levels in your home? Home is a place to live, love, and laugh, not a place to breathe air containing radon. The Berkeley and Morgan County Health Departments are distributing free confidential radon test kits, and you can get yours at the Berkeley County Health Department office in Martinsburg and the Morgan County Health Department office in Berkeley Springs. Protect your home and family. Get your free radon test kit today. Do you have someone in a nursing home, or are you worried about somebody you love going into a nursing home? The law firm of Daniel Staggers can protect your assets. Call the law firm of Daniel Staggers today at 304-267-3915. The Daniel Staggers law firm does elder care law, estate planning, and special needs trusts for disabled children and family members. Visit the Daniel Staggers law firm for your initial free consultation at 133 East John Street in Martinsburg. The Daniel Staggers law firm, when you need asset protection for you or for a family member. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this Wednesday, June 28th edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10, brought to you in part by the Mary Scrippin and Mayor Prize Financial Advisors, John Everson of 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. Call 304-263-4343. Spencer, Nick, Colin, and Dylan, happy to have you with us once again. Dylan, today's champion of the MLB reference guest game. He will be the next host of the game whenever we play it next, uh, which may be Friday, maybe in two weeks from now because we're off next week for the show, so no show next week, as I mentioned on the last couple of shows. Uh, but uh, let's begin to wrap up this edition of the Sports Mix. The Nats get an extra innings win last night. They win 7-4 to four in 11 innings, and uh, they're looking today to win a back-to-back series as they will take on the Mariners at 4.10 p.m. We'll have the broadcast for you at 3.40. But looking back at last night's game, um, those West Coast games really kill me to try to, like, watch or at least follow along with because I'm about half asleep and then I get a bunch of notifications. Hey, the Nationals scored in the top of the 11th inning. What? They scored three runs in the top of the 11th to win 7-4 to four. last night on the mound for the Nats. Pull this up here. Uh, Irvin goes five and two-thirds. Has a pretty good ball game. Just gives up three runs. Strikes out four. He gives up a homer though. Mason Thompson gives up a run in a third of an inning. Finnegan goes two innings of scoreless ball, striking out one. Hunter Harvey gives up a hit and a walk while striking out one in an inning. And then Weems, I believe it's, is it Eric Weems? I think this is his name, Jordan Weems, uh, goes the, the two extra innings and gives up just two walks while striking out three. The Nats now sit at 31-48. and 48. They've ellipsed the 30-win mark, uh, and they can only go up from there. Uh, they're back in action, as I said, today at 410. But some prospect news today as they uh, send up their second, or excuse me, their fourth, I guess is what it is, their fourth top pitching prospect uh, to AAA. And he is on the 40-man roster. So if he progresses over the next month in month or two months in AAA, they could potentially call him up in September and see what he's got. Could be big for the Nats because, again, 
they're without you know one of their prospects who's out this season with after having Cade Tommy Cavalli. John Cade Cavalli, and uh, the MLB draft I think is what nine days away. Are we nine days away from the MLB draft. Yeah, or they could right. potentially draft Paul Skeens number two overall, unless he goes number one to the Padres. Pirates or Pi- that's what I meant. Pirates. No, they're picking Dylan Cruz. <laughs> I hope Paul Skeens the Nationals. Uh, but uh, the Nats there get the win last night. They're looking to get to 32 wins this afternoon. The O's, they fall to the Reds in another rain-delayed game. Yeah. said they were going to sweep the Reds, but I didn't say when. <laughs> Call us in October. Hey, there you go. It wasn't Jordan Westberg's fault. It's a stud. I wish the Orioles would stop playing these service time games with these stud prospects. They're just letting sit down and sit down in AAA. Let's call them up. Colton Kowser, all these other guys. Stop doing this. To, uh, you know, uh, we know what you're doing. The problem with Kowser is where are you going to play him? Because outfield's pretty solid for this team. Got Hayes, is it today getaway day? Is there a game at 7 o'clock tonight? Yeah, yeah, game's at 7. Why are they playing a 7 o'clock getaway day game? I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, but, Cincinnati just has to go back to Cincinnati, and they also have a day off anyway. Okay, so that's why. that makes sense. That Call up Jackson certain. Holiday now. Yeah, both teams, it looks like, have days off, so that's why. Oh, so I think the, the problem with calling up Kowser is you really don't have a spot where you're going to get everyday at-bats with Santander, Hayes, and Mullins on the team. Yeah, but when, even when when Mullins got hurt, it was seems like, oh, you Well, Kowser was on the IL, so they couldn't. Oh, okay. That's what you're talking about. Aaron Chives. Yeah, Aaron Hicks. Hicks. Did. It worked <laughs> out in the end. Exactly. But it was just, you know, the, the thought behind it, you know. All right. Speaking of somebody saving a franchise, uh, what do we think about the best player to ever play Shohei Otani? Apparently that's what it is says. He the is Shohei Otani the best player to ever play baseball? Let me let me clear the air here. I think yes. he's the best modern era player. I think it's hard. It's I mean obviously like the other answer could be like Babe Ruth. That's the only other guy. That's why I said modern. Right. That's era. the guy. That's the guy to compare him to. And it's it's hard to like. Yeah, Babe Ruth didn't have to play against everybody that played baseball at the time. But because didn't Babe Ruth also pitched almost every day. He probably did. He stopped pitching at one point, I think, but. Here's the thing. While Babe Ruth may not be a better athlete than Shohei Otani, the man went out there, got drunk, and hit 700 dingers. That's pretty impressive. That is pretty that impressive. Is very impressive. I mean, who was he? Who was? Who were throwing those pitches to him? Though well, they were also drunk. They were also drunk. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, they were throwing. They, you know, had plumbers out there. Guys literally working two jobs. One of them was a baseball player. You know, we say that's so tough because it's been going on since you know the 1800s. So how do you call somebody the greatest player? I ever? said modern. Era. I think Otani. The other argument is he hasn't played that many seasons. But I think how will this for what he's able to do? It's just I've said this before too i think the fact that he pitches and hit it hits he should be mvp every year unless we see a record-breaking season he like we did last year uh but baseball such a tough sport to have a goat because there's so many different positions and they all do different things so. it's just wild what he does man it's like imagine if patrick mahomes was also a top five corner on the other side on the other side of the ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's a good on. way to put it like it's it's crazy it's insane never seen anything like it it's He's the best. Yeah. Or if LeBron was the best scorer and defender. It's like you can't even come. There's no, there isn't even a basketball equivalent. That's it's what like I'm if, saying. It's like if LeBron was also Curry and also like Dwight Howard. It's it like, feels like three, you three could argue that LeBron is that. Because he guards all five positions. 
He's going to be top 10 in assists, all-time leading scorer, top 10 in three-pointers. So he is. What about top 10 in blocks? That's why LeBron James is the best player of all time. I don't know if he's top 10 in blocks, but he's probably top 10 in steals. All right, well, that will do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. We'll have Matt Faircloth, Hedgesville Eagles football and girls basketball head coach on the show tomorrow. For Colin, Dylan, Nick, I'm Spencer saying so long. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Proud to support our local community and bring you the latest local news, weather, sports. Talk Radio, WRNR, Martinsburg, Hagerstown, Winchester.